Morning, John. Well, good morning. You ready for another exciting episode of 15 Minute Experts? I am. I've been uh, thinking about this one, so I think we're going to have a good one today. All right, because it is Monday. That means you get to pick our topic, so what do you got? Well, I'm going to go off book again, as I like to do. Yeah, seems to be your MO lately. This is what I was thinking about this weekend. We were at a softball tournament. One of our daughters plays softball. And in between games at the tournament, they went to a batting cage. Another parent uh, was amazing and booked a batting cage for the girls to go hit between games. I was a little excited because it was billed as a virtual reality batting cage. So this got me interested because my daughter has one of the virtual reality headsets, which we have a batting program installed on that and it's pretty amazing you stand there can actually see the pitcher you see the pitch coming in it reads your swing and you get to see the equivalency of real life pitching standing in your living room in the virtual reality so i got thinking that might be a nice topic now when we got to the virtual reality batting cages they were traditional batting cages the virtual reality part was projecting a picture for you to visually see the windup, and as the ball left, a pitching machine would actually kick in and pitch the ball. So in my mind, that's more of a hybrid virtual reality because it used the projection to hide the pitching machine and allow the batters to time it. That got me thinking about this. I know that virtual reality football is being used as a very productive tool to teach quarterbacks. But I wanted to look at the use of virtual reality in sports as a training tool and find out if it's actually efficient and productive or not. All right, so just information gathering and not necessarily looking to say whether or not it is a good or bad thing. We're not debating that. No, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking to justify all the money that I put into the virtual reality on her headset. To make sure that I'm not wasting my money here. Make okay. myself feel better. Yes, because this is definitely not a sponsored thing. <laughs> no, no. This money was spent already. <laughs> Soon to be sponsored, hopefully, but not at the moment. <laughs> so, we'll be back in 15 minutes, and I want to find out, is this virtual reality? It's billed as the next wave, the next generation of training. Is it actually? All right, well, let's look into it. All right, see you soon. Welcome to 15 Minute Experts, the show where I spend 15 minutes trying to get my wife to admit that I was finally right about something. Alright, so I will say one thing about this quasi VR situation we had this weekend with our daughter going to that batting cage uh, in between games is it's cold here <laughs> right now in uh, the end of October and that was definitely a positive that this facility was able to help them train and prepare for their next game in a weather controlled environment which was really nice to get out of the wind and that today so i would say that's definitely a plus that was not something that i found in research that was just plain old experience telling me that what did you have something that uh 
jumped off the page for you, John? Well, first off, it, with my research, it reminded me of one quick and important difference that I want to make. The difference between virtual reality and augmented reality. Though it was built as a virtual reality, the batting cages that we're at today were in fact augmented reality. It was using digital to change part of what you see to supplement. Now, augmented reality, I've always been a big fan of. It's actually a nice tool for runners and swimmers are using it. Well, swimmers are tr starting to use it, but runners and bikers have been using it a lot. In glasses, it can record their step distance, give them a map. Right on the glasses, the old Google Glasses type system incorporated into running glasses and hopefully swim goggles. So this is the augmented reality you're talking about? This is about? the augmented okay. reality. Okay. It's giving information. I was actually disappointed when I clicked on augmented reality for runners. I was really hoping it was going to be projecting zombies or <laughs> something you had to run away from. Hey, and if you want to add that, be sure to give us some credit. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, send checks to... <laughs> right, exactly. 15-minute experts. However, the idea that it's giving you possible map directions, it's giving you your heart rate, vital signs, it's giving you distance and steps in your eyesight in glasses or in your swim goggles. I thought it was a very interesting tidbit. They also have some because we all know that golfers have more money than cents <laughs> that show where your putt's going to go. It lines up with the putter and can give you digital predictions of where your putter's going to go. But that's projecting things into the real world, very much like the batting cages we were at this weekend, where it's projecting the pitcher onto the pitching machine. So that's augmenting reality, which is a tool and is very handy, but it's also extremely limited because you're dealing with the real world. So it has big pluses, but it also has big minuses. Yeah, in my research, I found that one of the big positives for virtual reality was a reduction in physical injuries because of the training that you had. So if we were to go to the football analogy, you know, football really takes a toll on the body. You know, when you're practicing, it's a lot of potential for injury. So when you're using a virtual reality simulator to see your opponents line up and come at you, but knowing that you're not going to actually be physically hurt it's definitely good for your body in the long run so you can play the game longer and play the game healthier absolutely now as i'm a big fan of full disclosure i have a lot of experience in coaching i coached football for many many a year so i've, I've done a lot of coaching i've not done very much in the virtual world although i have done some work with Billy Wagner at M6 Sports. And I can tell you that when you get into the virtual reality world, it's a completely different experience than the augmented reality world. It has many advantages, but it also has its downfalls that you have to be aware of. The main downfall is it's not for everybody, it's not for every position. I'm old enough that I remember when the internet was first being introduced into the educational system. The internet was billed as 
will revolutionize everything. Everything's changing, everything's gonna be different, and realistically, very little change. It was rushed into the educational system. It was billed as the next best thing. Everybody jumped in and tried to do everything on the internet. The strengths and weaknesses of the internet were quickly found out and its use was narrowed down into the things that it's good at. The things that it can't do well in education have been eliminated and we still have classrooms, we still have teachers, all of which were supposed to be eliminated. In the same hand, the virtual reality in sports is being built right now with all of those acclimates plus more being billed as going to revolutionize sports training in every sport, billed as revolutionizing sports viewing, management, coaching, every element of the game, they're yelling that virtual reality is going to revolutionize it. In reality, it's very good in the mental game of training, very limited for a lot of positions. I was posted there on M6 Sports Virtual. They kind of teased me. I was posted on their website for a while as an example of an offensive lineman in their system because we'll just say the videos were not pretty of me trying to throw the ball. However, it's a very good teaching tool. It's a phenomenal tool for training reflexes. It's a phenomenal tool for the mental reads, vision, and training the brain. There's a good element of training the body in it because depending on the system you have, their system actually tracks the football and throwing speed, and it's, it's almost like magic. Realistically, it feels like you're standing in an actual football game. You can walk around and look into the eyes of your offensive lineman, and, and it's really quite daunting and impressive, but it's not a situation where you are going to be training offensive linemen. It's not a situation where you're going to be training all elements of the game. You're training the mental reaction of the quarterback. A lot of the physical throwing elements are recorded and you can work on really well, but where it really shines is the mental aspect. I had also come across the pros of how it records biomechanical information so that you can do that data analysis that you were talking about for different things. So if you are, like if you are a batter, it can record the speed that you swung the bat, the angle of the bat, a whole bunch of things. And I thought that was very fascinating that I could have so much data to give you some feedback on what is going well and what is not going well. But yes, I believe there are limitations. Like I can't imagine what it would do for an outfielder. Are you gonna practice? I don't know. Exactly right. And with the win reality, which is what we use with our daughter, she has that at home here, the same rules apply. It's batting only. It's very good to see the pitchers wind up, pitch coming in. You can adjust it to a right or left-handed pitcher. You can adjust it to what type of pitches they're throwing. You can adjust it to the speed of the throwing. And it gives you a lot of control and you're able to do a lot of things, get a lot of work done, but it does not by any stretch replace actual live hitting. It's great for timing. It's great to mentally learn and see the different pitches, but the reaction of the ball will never replace actually hitting. Yes, and I feel like exactly that needs to be said, that virtual reality is not going to replace coaching or the need to actually physically step onto the field. It's just a really good, potentially could be a really good supplement. 
and it's not like you said for every position either you know I don't know how they would practice I said outfielder but really any fielding position I don't know if there is a program necessarily for that but you know batting well, great it, absolutely and in the developers credit they are trying to develop everything they can however like I said as far as productivity it is limited it's never going to replace an outfielder training you're not going to have the room and distance to be able to turn and run and judge fly balls there's no savings there to make it worthwhile when you're dealing with batting there is no movement you're in one set location you get to watch the pitch coming in and it's very good at recording the timing of your swing at judging pitches allowing you to see where the pitch is what type of pitch the timing of the pitch and it's a very useful tool however it doesn't replace the full batting experience incorporated with hitting in the batting cage hitting live pitching or off a tee it's another tool which really does help I feel like it's a great developmental tool when it's used properly. The danger is a lot of people are investing a lot of money, both on the consumer and producer side of the virtual reality right now. They're not being made aware of its limitations. So people are purchasing this to help their child without being aware of the downside. Not downside, I actually, in full disclosure, I didn't find a downside to any of this. No, the only downside that I saw was potential cost of purchasing, like in our case, the virtual reality headset and then the program itself. But I feel like that could be easily offset. You get your use out of it. It pays for itself. And Well, there's also the hidden cost of all the games that my son wants to put on there to play, too. <laughs> I was actually surprised at the number of sports that offer some virtual reality training. As we mentioned football a lot here, the Dallas Cowboys, New England Patriots, the 49ers all use it, as well as some other college programs, too. And we've mentioned softball and baseball, but NASCAR also uses it. I mean, how wonderful is virtual reality training for them so they can save a lot of money of having to put the wear and tear on the vehicles. And soccer also uses it. So it's not just baseball and football, but many sports are getting on the bandwagon. I believe that a lot of those are jumping on, but it's going to be weeded off because of the usefulness of it. You're not able to simulate the actual physical elements of it that well. I saw a video and got yelled at for playing video. Becky doesn't like it when I do vid any video while we're researching because it distracts her. Yeah, I can't read them and have noise in the background. Call me crazy. I just can't do it. But it was an example of virtual reality, how it's being used in hockey. It demonstrated somebody suited up with their skates and got on a small piece of ice doing some stick work, showing how great it was, what you can do. In my mind, it showed the opposite. It showed the limitations. They were able to do small stick work right there, but everything that was demonstrated could have been done standing in that exact location with an actual puck and not a virtual puck. I didn't feel like there was any benefit to it. So basically in that case, all they were doing is getting the benefit of looking like they're on ice or feeling that they're on ice, but no actual training benefit. Exactly. And NBA had similar presentations. I feel like it's a lot of salesmanship. They're showing by our system and then we'll be able to do all this stuff. 
sports team owners have no problem investing in systems like this without any understanding of what's going to do and then when it doesn't work it's simply discarded. So we're definitely seeing the benefit of these things but we have to understand there is a limitation that it's not going to solve all of your problems and it's not for every position but done right and alongside the physical actual live training it can really be a benefit. Maybe fine-tune some things. Absolutely. Let's just a quick rundown of a couple of things I saw. Hockey, it appeared to be completely pointless. Basketball, it appeared to be completely pointless. Golf was very similar to the batting cages we were in where it was augmented reality, not virtual reality. I believe golf is a good example where they're using it for a benefit, but they're not pretending that it's more than it is. In football, which is what I know best, I think it's absolutely priceless for a quarterback. The quarterback can see everything. It's literally like you're playing inside of a video game. You see all the people, full size, real life, and Becky said you can get attacked and know that they're not going to hurt you. I can tell you from experience, when the virtual reality linebacker comes crashing down at you, your whole body flinches and coils up and you can feel them like a ghost passing through you. It's actually quite <laughs> eerie and your body reacts exactly like it's getting hit. <laughs> it's an interesting experience that everybody should try at least once. That's quite immersive. There's another pro, right? <laughs> it is extremely immersive. However, if I were training offensive linemen, there's nothing I could do with it. If I was training any position other than quarterback, there's nothing I can do with it. For a quarterback, it's priceless. For an offensive lineman, it's really fun. However, the quarterbacks will record you and put it on the internet, and that's not as much fun. <laughs> Someone seems a little sore about that still. I'm not sore. I'm well aware of my limitations. <laughs> so in summary, virtual reality is still in the baby stage. It's still in selling itself as an end-all be-all for everything possible. It is an extremely powerful tool, but it's a tool which is limited, it's limited in scope, and will never replace training, will never replace the full workout of training for 99.9% .9 of athletes, but is a great tool to use in its own right. There you go then. I think we're in agreement for once. Holy moly. See, I can win when we don't debate. <laughs> Absolutely, we get the rare tie here in our debate. <laughs> so, as always, please reach out to us, 15minuteexperts at gmail.com. And please be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Follow us on Facebook at 15minuteexperts and on X or Twitter at 15minuteexperts. And with that, We'll see you Wednesday.